0: A woman who claimed to be a representative of the International Coffee Organization, ICO, was accused of defrauding coffee society officials in Mount Kenya, out of contracts worth tens of millions of Kenya shillings, which is hundreds of thousands of US dollars. The ICO is an intergovernmental organization for coffee, bringing together exporting and importing governments to tackle the challenges facing the world coffee sector, through international cooperation. Members of the organization include many of the world's biggest coffee-producing countries like Kenya, although some, like Uganda and Guatemala, left after becoming disaffected with the organization. According to officials of societies in Caroline Karanja had allegedly tricked some of them into signing illegal contracts for rebuilding factories. Some suspected the contracts were fake when the officials demanded to sign the contracts with the financier and the coordinator refused. Karanja was arrested by authorities in Tarakaniti on the 15th of October. She is currently being held without bail while investigations and court proceedings are ongoing for 10 days, as Chuka High Court Judge Lucy Jitari noted that the suspect could interfere with the investigations. The ICO released a press statement, stating that it has no connections to Karanja. The ICO has no knowledge or any engagement whatsoever with Ms. Caroline Karanja, and strongly condemns the actions of this individual. The ICO fully supports the people of Tharakanithi and the Kenyan authorities in their quest for justice, and is at the disposal of Kenyan authorities for any information they may require in their quest for justice. The full press release is available on the Bartok's website.
1: Indonesia's 2020-21 coffee production crop cycle is down by 1.3-1.6 to million 60kg bags of the expected output. This decreased production is a result of climate change, which affected the development of beans and losses of cherries due to the fruit falling to the ground under heavy rain. The harvest reached an estimate of 10.5 to 10.7 million bags, according to private traders and exporters in Indonesia, as well as the US Department for Agriculture This is lower than the forecasted 12.1 million bags predicted by the Indonesian Agriculture Ministry. Due to weather problems, beans weren't able to fully develop and the cherry ripening stage was affected, coffee cherries were lost to the heavy rains as fruits fell to the ground and cracked. An official from indonesia's coffee exporters association stated at the beginning of the harvest we had a lot of hope that this crop year which now has been completed would have produced a good output but the rains were too heavy and in many coffee regions especially in sumatra the rains came in much above the normal levels and caused harm to the crop the decline in coffee production in indonesia due to climate change is expected to continue for the 2021 22 crop cycle According to a USDA report released last May, the estimated harvest for the next crop is 10.63 million bags. Indonesia is the fourth-largest coffee-producing country in the world, and its low-production harvest follows the same pattern of the first three growers, Brazil, Vietnam and Colombia, which harvests were also affected by climate change like irregular weather, extreme rain and heat patterns. Even though local coffee consumption and exports will be higher for the new crop cycle, Indonesia's shortfall in production is worrisome. With the other major coffee-producing regions also facing similar outcomes and international analysts forecasting the biggest deficit to the global supply-and-demand balance in the past five decades, a global coffee shortage might be upon us sooner than we might think. As part of Starbucks' plan to speed up the expansion in India, The company's joint venture in the country, Tata Starbucks, aims to open smaller stores and drive-through outlets as they are faster to open and experiment with new ideas. The aim is to open 40 to 50 outlets this year. With the country slowly getting back to normal after the impacts of COVID-19, Tata Starbucks is taking advantage of the situation by heading straight on with their expansion plans. CEO of Tata Consumer Products, Sunil D'Souza stated, Driving Tata Starbucks to be far more aggressive in store openings, new formats, and in entering new cities. All we've got to figure out is how quickly we can scale. We have got a window of opportunity because the competition is on the back foot. Even though the demand in India is leaning more towards tea, the popularity of coffee brands like Starbucks is still very high. Currently, there are 233 outlets in the country and are in large format. The company is now venturing towards new concepts, where outlets can be opened faster. D'Souza stated that it's an idea they are exploring, it's a drive through opened up in northern India last year.
2: Uganda is now Italy's second-largest coffee supplier, behind Brazil, but overtaking Vietnam in August for the first time. Uganda's coffee exports have increased to their highest level in three decades thanks to the espresso-loving country. Approximately a third of total shipments, which rose by 21% to 6.5 million 60kg bags, in the year to end September, was sent to Italy. Uganda is Africa's biggest coffee exporter and the continent's second-largest coffee bean producer. The country is planting millions of new trees recently, in an attempt to increase annual output to 20 million bags by 2030. Since Brazil and Vietnam, two of the biggest coffee-exporting countries, have had issues with shipping, as well as supply chain problems, European buyers are becoming more flexible and looking elsewhere to increase their uptake, which included growers in Uganda. Head of Agriculture Commodities Markets Analysis at Rabobank in London, Carlos Mera, stated, Uganda has been a surprise over the past couple of years, It's a successful case of production, expansion and promotion. Ugandan coffee has been capturing the attention of many big names recently. An example is Nestle's announcement in 2020, to produce and market coffee from the Rwenzori mountainous region in Uganda. This growth is great for both the country and coffee farmers, as Uganda climbs up the coffee ladder. Go to www.bartalks.net for the full articles. I look forward to seeing you all next week for the latest stories in the world of coffee. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts, including the popular weekly Bean Talk with Nick and Max, interviews, and of course, the Cocoa Newscasts.